episode of the Cover Zero podcast, the show where I cover the least in the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells, and week one is officially in the books. We had plenty of upsets. We'll get to it. Uh, I have Connor McMillan on this week. I teased it in the last episode. Uh, It was fun. I just finished wrapping up recording with him. We had some good talks. Honestly, wasn't as wild as I expected. He was pretty tame, all things considered. Uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. But yeah, let's get to some news and notes from uh, week one. So TJ Watt, uh, I mean, reigning defensive player of the year. He, I mean, when he was coming off the field, he was mouthing. He tore his pec. Uh, luckily for the Steelers, it looks like he's only going to be out for six weeks, which puts him in range for potentially coming back against the Dolphins. I'd prefer if he would take it easy and, you know, really rest up and uh, come back maybe the week after because I really don't want to play TJ Watt. He, I mean, he showed in the time when he did play the Bengals uh, this past week, he looked incredible. So rest up TJ. Uh, Some other injuries. Dak Prescott hurt his hand in the Sunday night football game. Jerry Jones came out and said it's only looking like a month for Dak, but Cowboys offense is going to be brutal without him. Uh, going to be a long year, Cowboys fans. Uh, and finally, Niners running back Elijah Mitchell will be out for two months with a knee injury. It sucks for the Niners. He looked really good last year. He looked really good at the start of the game this year. That Bears field is awful, though, so I feel bad for Mitchell. Uh, the Niners seem to always have some running back hidden on, hidden on the depth chart that always shows out. So I'm sure they'll find someone, but they'll definitely miss Mitchell until then. One last note to add, uh, before the Thursday night football game, I got told by probably future Hall of Famer left tackle Andrew Whitworth that I was wrong. The Rams are a better team this year than they were last year. I have to believe in Joseph Noteboom, and he's the guy. Uh, I was completely right about that. Joseph Noteboom, he looked terrible. He allowed three sacks, seven pressures. Uh, The Rams as a whole looked terrible. So I'm happy that, yeah, I got to prove a guy who's been in the league for more than a decade. Again, probably going to be a Hall of Famer. And I was right. So suck it, Andrew Whitworth. (laughs) And now let's get to some week one recap and the pick'em contest with Chu. I'd like to welcome on my next guest, uh, someone who has some of the most wildest takes uh, I've seen. He's as biased as he come. He is a Patriots fan, but we'll get to that in a bit. Connor McMillan, Chu, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Um, I wouldn't like to say that I'm biased. I like to say that I just... I just, whatever my eyes see, that's what I say, and that's how it goes. Keeping it real? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into a couple different takes throughout this episode, but 
Let's start with what we watched most recently. Let's go straight to Monday Night Football, where the Seahawks upset the Broncos 17-16. What did you think? Um, Honestly, just the story for me was how good Geno Smith looked. Um, I I did not expect that. Like I made a, no. a list of the top thirty-two quarterbacks. I thought coming into the NFL, and like I didn't even think of having Geno Smith in the top thirty-two. And like, there's no way you can keep him out after that. No, he he looked the part in the first half. I actually looked up like his first half stats. He was like seventeen for eighteen for one hundred and sixty yards, and I think he had two touchdowns on the game. Right? Yeah, yeah, two touchdowns. Yeah. However, twenty-eight. Yeah. His second half, though, he had 30 yards. Yeah. But how much they of that did is not move the ball? It, that, that's the thing. Like the Seahawks, yeah, they won the game, but the Broncos completely outplayed themselves. They yeah. had so many chances and could have put the game away, never happened. Well, they're obviously the mo- more talented team. So, like, you, you expect them to sort of look good and and get in the red zone but but seattle was just not budging like that crowd was going crazy and and they're in the red zone and 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 the defense just goes you know what we're not we're not giving up a touchdown like this noise is too too much there's too much energy here to give up a touchdown i think that's what the players were thinking because you could see like they get so riled up when they get in the red zone they were they were forcing fumbles and i mean melvin Mm -hmm. gordon i feel like every time you give him the ball the one he fumbles though that's something it's oh it's so true he has such a bad fumble problem but Yeah, that like that Seahawks 12th man, I think that was the huge reason why they won the game. The amount of penalties that the Broncos had, I think it was something like 11 to 5. Like yeah. like it killed them. It it extended the Seahawks drives multiple times, killed their clock. Yeah, just a Bronco Broncos Broncos disaster class all around, but And shout out Jerry Judy. He was balling out. Yeah, he looked he looked great. I'm I'm he happy he fast. he looked like he ran a four three. I that's the thing. I was shocked when yeah, when he had that long T D and he started pulling away from the speed. I didn't know he had that speed in him. I knew he was fast yeah. and then he was that fast. Yeah. But sure. yeah, Broncos didn't look good. Seattle, they got their win, but I still think Broncos are gonna be pretty good, and I still think Seattle's gonna be a bottom ten team, but yeah, week one. Week one had a hell of hell of a lot of surprises, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And I guess we'll jump all the way back now and go with Thursday night football, Bills Rams. The Bills killed um, them. I the, the Rams O line did not look good. I don't know if it's maybe the Rams or the sorry the Bills D line that is the best in football, or the Rams just really downgraded at, at, at the offensive line, especially left tackle. Um, yeah. Like that's the like I think that Rams O-line is I don't think they're bad bad. I think that they're below league average, but that Bills defensive line has a shit ton of good pieces on it. Like that rotation that they have going at the defensive tackle position and even on the edge. Mm-hmm. Like they're eight guys deep and not many defensive lines can say that. Yeah, and they're crazy athletic like Russo and then Vaughn and then Ed Oliver, like those are just like three it, crazy athletes that what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's nuts. And then on offense, they completely torched the Rams defense. It was like Josh Allen 
your seventh best quarterback, Derek Carr is better, but best he looked fucking phenomenal. And I don't know he if you can disagree with that. Good. He had one of his better games that I've seen him play, but let's see if he can keep it up. I mean, I haven't seen him. Like I watch almost every Bills game I can and I mean, he doesn't do this every every game. And you can look you can watch like him early in the year last year. Him early in the year last year, he 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 was he had almost one for one picks and touchdowns, and then he turned it up. Like he has these stints yeah. where he's really good, and then he has these stints where he's really bad. Let's see. I mean, he still made he still threw a really bad interception to end the first half, which kept LA in the game. And then yeah. LA just never turned it on on offense, and the pass rush just started going crazy. And I mean, they had a lot of short fields. Uh, I I don't I still don't think Buffalo's a top team in the AFC. Can they can they win a game in the playoffs? Sure. But are they a top three team in the AFC? That's a tough one. I think the Chargers are the best team in the AFC right now. I I would yeah like you want to talk about a team that's never two. It's the Chargers, but yeah. I I think the Bills. Yeah, whatever you can say what you want. They're one of the better teams in the league right now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, what whatever. I mean, I'm I'm good. not going to sit and debate with you about things because we can talk about two hours just about. AFC East football, but Ram Rams looking good or Rams looking bad. I kind of predicted it. The offense didn't seem to click the running game. Cam Akers looked terrible, but well, I think play. this is kind of what hmm? Akers didn't really play. He had two carries. Yeah, but that's the thing, like the limited touches yeah. he did get, he he had zero yards on the day. It yeah. was yeah. but yeah. yeah, hopefully, like, again, the Rams are still going to be good. The Bills, Bills are in the top, but we'll move on, try not to get bogged down too much. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's start with the 1 o'clock games. Uh, the highest scoring game of the weekend, Eagles and Lions. Um, honestly, I was occupied watching a certain football team play that Sunday at 1 p.m., um, <laughs> and I was not impressed, so... I kind of, I looked over to the highlights. I mean, I saw Jared Goff throw a deep bomb to Chark. That's good for, if they can get Chark going, that, that'd be huge if he can have a year like he did in Jacksonville that one time. I think he had like 900 mm-hmm. yards. Um, yeah, Goff throws a nice pretty deep ball. As long as the O-line can can block for him, I don't see why Goff can't have some success over the year. Um, he does make, he still made, he made another mistake yesterday. Um, I don't know. We'll see about the Lions. I know that their coach fires them up, so they're going to be close in every game, but I, I still don't see that team really making any noise this year. Um, the Eagles are like, probably the favorites in the division, but clean up the defense. Play Nicobe Dean. Why did he not play? <laughs> Honestly, that like that's yeah. thing. Like the Lions, de- or the Lions offense, like really good on paper, but yeah, Jared Goff is that quarterback, and he's going to make mistakes. He'll make a couple good throws, but they scored a lot of points against the def- or an Eagles defense that I think people thought was going to be really good. Now, I don't know if the Lions offense, even with Goff at quarterback, is going to be that good, but it had some questions for me on the Eagles defense. Uh, Eagles offensively, Jalen Hurts ran the football. Uh, A.J. Brown had a huge debut, 152 yards, but Jalen Hurts was, I think he was like 18 for 32 on the day. My yeah. big concern with him was throwing the football. He didn't answer any of those questions. 
Well, he threw it a lot to AJ Brown. Uh, I know that's I know. Yeah. and um, I did see uh, a really nice deep ball to him in the fourth quarter. So as long as he can be making the big time throws and he can keep his team in it, I don't have a problem. Um, that's not no, what that's, he is, right? So no, and that's the thing. Like as long as they do keep winning, none of it matters. But right. I need to see him be able to. He's a, he's a quarterback at the end of the day. He needs to hit those throws when his team's coming from behind, when they're playing from ahead. It's all good. Uh, this is a game that was just brutal to watch. Uh, Colts-Texans was a tie, 2020. Yeah. I don't know what... No, I don't know what the Colts were doing in that first half. Anytime they got to the red zone, they just forgot they had Jonathan Taylor on their team. But uh, Texans offense looked decent the first half. Mills, uh, yeah, OJ Howard had two touchdowns. That was fucking out of nowhere. And he had two catches, right? It was two catches, two touchdowns, I believe. I think so, but <laughs> great for OJ Howard. But this is a game where the Colts completely played down to the level of their competition like they did last year at certain times. Yeah. Uh, they turned it on to end the game, but... This should have been for a team that I think is still clearly the best team in the AFC South. They should have killed the Texans. Yeah, um, I think I thought the Titans looked good too in the AFC South, but yeah, I mean the Colts should the Colts should um, end up winning that division. I mean, if the Titans are going to look good and then blow a lead to um, the Giants, I mean, that, yeah, and we'll that, get that to that game. But they're probably not yeah. the best team, so no. I don't know. I, yeah, I think the Colts probably the favorite just with the O line, the run game. They'll be able to win against the bad teams, but they didn't this this week. But I think they should they should be able to beat the bad teams and 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 hold their own. Maybe win a few upsets and make the playoffs. Get bounced. Mm -hmm. See ya. That's the thing, and I think once uh, once Shaq Leonard gets there on their defense, the defense is going to hit another level for them, and that's going to yeah, be the strength sure. of the team. But right now, he's not there. Uh, moving on to one of the bigger games of the one o'clock slate. Uh, Baker Mayfield and the Panthers playing the Browns. Uh, the Browns run game and defense. That's what won them the game. That's all you can say. Baker was kind of an idiot in the first half. Uh, didn't go. I thought the Panthers would have been better. Just run, especially on offense. I think Baker calmed down in the second half, but it was too late at that point. But... I was surprised it was this high of a score, if we're being honest. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I really I was watching the game, and yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't see much from Jacoby. I didn't see much from Baker. Um, no, it was... I, I think it was two. I think it was two 0-1 teams playing each other. That's what I think it was. One team had to get the 1-0. That's the, it's, they're yeah. both, they're both sloppy teams. I think that Matt rule part of the reason that the Panthers didn't win that game is probably because Matt, like Matt rules coaching is just garbage. I know that CMC didn't get as many touches as he should. If he's, if he's completely back fully healthy, he should have been the focal point of that offense and he just wasn't. So who knows? Both yeah. of these teams, I'm not really excited for to watch the rest of the year. If the Panthers could have came away with a definitive win, I think that people would have, there would have been some buzz around them, but now I don't care. Yeah. I do think Amari Cooper looked good, though, even though he didn't have a good stat line. I do think he No, was, he uh, was. He looked yeah. crisp. And, yeah. He's Amari Cooper. He's very good. 
Yeah, and the so Cowboys what he does. Like they missed him. So, oh <laughs> boy, did they ever! Uh, next game up on the slate, we got the Niners versus the Bears. This was one of the bigger upsets. Uh, yeah. They played in a monsoon. It rained a lot. I don't know if you saw. Uh, there was a picture going around on Twitter of the Bears field before the game, and it was the oh, yeah. sideline, but it was all jagged. Like yeah. I don't know how you're even able to play on that field, but. Just a sloppy game. I don't, sure. there's not much you can really say. I don't think this is the level of the Niners team. And I think the Bears, they got to win. Congrats. Yeah. I do think, though, that great teams, they got to figure out a way to win in anything. So, mm-hmm. week one, I'll, I'll give it to you. You can have the excuse. But if it's week 14 and you lose the game, I, I don't want to hear about the weather. No. And that's yeah. like the Niners play the Seahawks next week at home. If that's not a decisive win, then, I mean, as a Dolphins fan, I'll be happy because we do have their first round pick. And if they lose to the Seahawks, I don't think Trey Lance is the guy. But, yeah, they should. I still believe in Trey Lance. I think they should kick the shit out of the Seahawks. But not beating the Browns, or not, sorry, not beating the Bears, even if it is a rainy game. Is alarming. The Bears don't have talent. Like, it's, Yeah. So hopefully they can turn around. The Bears, you got to win. Uh, this win might put you out of first overall pick contention at some point. But for now, one and zero. Jaguars. Remember when they won the first <laughs> game and then they lost the rest of them? Yeah. Think, yeah. yeah. Man. Speaking of the Jaguars, that's the next game I do have up. They played the Commanders and final score twenty eight twenty two Commanders. Uh Washington's offense. I mean, let's just start with Carson Wentz. He played exactly like how Carson Wentz does. He looks like an MVP and then he's a bonehead for two quarters and then he picks his play back up to win them the game. Uh, The weapons for Washington, Terry McLaurin, Dotson, Curtis Samuel, they all looked awesome. Yeah. Something to talk about for Washington anyways, but they did play the Jags. Gibson looked good. He did. That's I I think. Yeah. Like I think Gibson's fine. It's just fumble problem he he doesn't do enough like he's not a special player he's easily replaceable but like him and Devin Singletary probably comparable like roles anyways or could be replaced but they're fine for now mm. yeah but yeah. Uh, and I then the other side yeah he looked yeah he looked great he actually jumped uh, he jumped Kenny Pickett for uh, offensive rookie of the year odds he's number one now after his performance nice. but yeah, uh, Commanders came from behind late to win. The Jags on the other side. Uh, Trayvon Walker made a couple huge plays. That interception, did you see that? Yeah, that was I did nuts. see that. And he looked athletic when he was running it back, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like think Trayvon the Jags. Walker. I love how they hit that hit on that pick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's – if he – that's the thing. Like, because right now he's still just an athletic freak who's still also really good at football. But if he mm. – becomes a really really good football player on top of all of his physical tools holy shit he's going to be scary but sure. yeah and then uh trevor lawrence he hit up christian kirk a few times christian kirk looked he had 100 yards uh lawrence looked decent for the most part had his moments still had his young young qb what are you doing but it's a step forward for the jags from last year i think that they looked like a competent team. They didn't get run all over. They didn't look out of place. So 
they hung in there, especially when they went down 14 nothing early. But yeah, they lost That's at the end of the game. Yeah. yeah, when you win, when you win a Super Bowl with uh, like, I mean, when you're a coach that wins a Super Bowl, you know something's got to work a little bit, you know. And, and mm-hmm. a little bit is definitely better than what Urban Meyer gave last year. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm. I think it was it was bound to happen that they were going to look better. I mean, you went to Doug Peterson; he knows how to run a championship organization, and that's what he's doing. Hopefully, it gets better. Hopefully, Trevor Lawrence keeps looking better. I think his accuracy is starting to worry me a little bit. He misses on a lot of throws. And I think, and I think there was a couple. Yeah. Yeah. The, there was a couple throws that I saw where I'm like, that could have been a touchdown if you just placed that a little better instead of like the yeah. wide receiver having to adjust to the ball and make like a good catch. But yeah. hopefully, I mean, he made those throws in college. Hopefully, once he gets more comfortable in, because it's truly, this seems like a full rookie year like redo for Trevor Lawrence because yeah. I don't know what the fuck he was dealing with last year but yeah the the Jags they look they look better than they have in the last couple of years so at least it's something to look forward to if yeah. you're a Jags fan okay and next up I do have the Dolphins versus the Patriots uh-huh. where the Dolphins won 20 to 7 I'm going to just talk here for a little bit so I knew that we were going to win by double digits. I was saying it all month. I was confident in this game. However, 20 to seven, not the final score that I would have imagined. Uh, your D line played really fucking well. You stopped the run game. This, the Shanahan system that's supposed to produce running backs so easily. We got nothing. We could not run the ball. And I think that's probably the whole, like, that's the reason why the game was still so close towards the end. But I didn't feel like you ever you I didn't feel like the Pats were ever in the game at all. What did you think? I thought our defense was way better than I thought it would look. And I thought our offense was way worse than I thought it would look. Um, I agree with both of those. I think if we just stuck to whatever Josh McDaniels was doing and had his like buddy come in and just call the exact same shit that he was doing last year it would be way better than what Matt Patricia is trying to do with the offense. I He's also agree with to, that. Like, actually put his own spin on it. And it's like, dude, you literally just got fired for being a jackass. Don't be a jackass here. And that's what he's doing. <laughs> like, I, Bill Belichick needs to figure that out by like week four or like, I'm going to be worried. So either try it with Joe Judge or fire Matt Patricia. Those are my two options. That's what I thought about the offense. Defense it is thought, weird. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, yeah, sorry. It, it is weird that, you know, the Patriots have been running that McDaniel system for like a decade plus. And then it's just like, that's what's worked. This is how we play. And then let's get Matt Patricia, who's never been an offensive coach at any level, to just be an offensive coordinator and not even run the same system and run it back. Let's just change everything up. They moved Trent Brown over from right tackle to left tackle, and he struggled. He was still good, but he was by PFF standard, and fuck PFF, but he was apparently your worst offensive lineman, which it's – I don't know why – Like I would agree with that. He's a better right tackle than he is left. That's – yeah, well, he did. We did win the Super Bowl with him at the left tackle spot. So, I mean, his best year ever was at left tackle. But I think he's more consistent at right tackle. Um, and he's definitely, for the run game, 
him at right tackle beside Mike and Wenu would be like two absolute monsters coming at you. I would love to see that. I don't know why yeah. we put Isaiah Wynn at right tackle. And he actually looked really good at right tackle. That was mm-hmm. the problem. Um, so, I, I, and also one thing I will say is the receivers did not get any separation all night. I didn't, I didn't see like many open receivers. Even the big completions were like Jacoby Myers making an incredible catch over a guy or like we were, that, those yep. were like some tight windows that Mac was throwing in. But like he also, you also got to pick up the blitz. You can't just let a guy run right into you unaware and then fumble the ball. And mm-hmm. that's a mistake. He, you're not a rookie anymore. Don't do that. But I mean, it's week one. We'll see. We usually lose in Miami, so it's usually a write-off week for us, anyways. That's the only yeah, thing that's, getting you through the loss. Yeah, that's and, uh, it's fair yeah, enough. Your defense did look really good. Xavier Howard's still Xavier Howard, so yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, since we talked about the Patriots, now I'm just going to talk about the Dolphins. Uh, yeah. So I said that offense, running game, didn't do it for me. Tyreek looked great. Like yeah. he didn't didn't have any of like the big big plays, but caught the ball, got the yak yards. He still looks like Tyreek. I don't know. Everyone was worried. He's going to have his moments when he does get his massive plays downfield. Waddle also looked great. We didn't get him as involved as much as I want to, but I, again, I think that's because the run game was just completely shut down where it was just didn't have a lot of offensive play calls to begin with. But uh, let's just get down to it. Tua, he looked good. It's not like he was he, – he did his part. That's, that's what I'll say. Exactly. It was – he played mistake-free football – it was that 50 okay a 50 50 <laughs> ball to Tyreek I'll take that any day no 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 the the tip Miles when do you remember when the ball was coming into McCordy's arms and he was on his knees and it was coming to him oh and Miles Bryant yeah that was also away. yeah that's the one I, that I was upset about there there yeah there was but again on the stat sheet yeah it was mistake free football and that's but again this no but he did play well he did he didn't Mac made more mistakes than Tua did yesterday. Yeah. Like these games, these games that we had like last year, Tua's stat line would have been the exact same, but it would have been for like 160 yards. Getting Tyreek and getting proper offensive line help was the reason why it was 270 instead. Now I'm just hoping that next week, moving on to the Ravens, the playbook opens up more and we actually see what a run game looks like for our team. But right now, I'm happy. A win's a win. We still won by 13, but I'm still confident in the Dolphins moving forward. I think this week versus Baltimore is going to be a huge test, and that'll yeah. kind of see where the Dolphins stack amongst the other AFC teams. Agreed. And I think the same for the Patriots next week against the Steelers in yeah. in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be a tough matchup. And since that is the next game. Steelers beating the Bengals in overtime, uh, twenty-three to twenty. Joe Burrow, what the fuck was that? Um, that was ah. yeah. That's that stuff happens when you go up against a a D line that's dominating your offensive line. Yeah, and you're just like, kind of like, I gotta get the ball out. I'm gonna throw it before the receivers even turn around, and he might not even go where I think he's going. And that's what happens. I mean, he threw four of them. Um, no. Hopefully he plays better throughout the next couple of weeks and gets his stats 
the stats back up so that he can get back maybe in the MVP race, like some people hope. But um, yeah, I don't know. I thought the Bengals, um, their run was a little fluky last year. Um, wasn't really surprised. I actually bet the Steelers plus seven and a half. So I did too. Um, I, was I saw that line and I was really, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a divisional game. There's no way, but that's the thing. I have Burrow as one of my fantasy quarterbacks and put up an absolute stinker. I like, I knew that the Steelers front seven was still going to be good, but I thought with the weapons they have on offense and the offensive line is improved. It's still, I think an average offensive line now, and it was bad last year, but yeah, I did not, did not see that outcome coming. I thought the Steelers were going to cover, but TJ Watt just showed why he was defense player of the year last year. Unfortunately, he did get hurt. He's looking, fuck, that's the thing that got put out right before the show. It's looking like it's going to be six weeks for him, which puts him right around them playing the Dolphins. Oh. <laughs> so, And also, what, right when TJ Watt got injured, that's when mm-hmm. the Bengals started coming back. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's... Like- it was totally they had total domination of the game and then and then Watt got injured. He and, him, and Miles Garrett and like Von Miller are like three like once you take those guys away, you saw with the Rams, how the yeah. Rams that had no more pass rush. Um yeah, I don't know, those three guys, but yeah, TJ Watt hopefully gets back soon and he's yeah, he's I, back healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the the Bengals had a backup long snapper in and <laughs> he fucked up one of the snaps and then the holder yeah. put the laces out. And I think he also fumbled in that game or something like that. He, I, I think he had two fuck ups, but I, I didn't see the fumble, but I definitely noticed during the overtime, like right when the snap was high, I knew yeah. the kick was going to, the kick was going to be tough because, yeah. because it was like going to be laces in tough hold, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, sure enough, he shanked it. And, and it wasn't really McPherson's fault, honestly, both of them. No, it's yeah. No. So, yeah, like the Bengals, again, I had them missing the playoffs just because someone has to in the AFC. But, I mean, them getting a loss right out the gate, very happy with it. I don't think the Steelers, especially now that TJ Watt is out, is going to be it, – it, it'll be interesting to see what they do against the Patriots next week. I'll say that because I think that those are two similar teams roster-wise – like skill or like talent level, but yeah. like good coaching, it'll, solid defense, you know? Yeah. So we'll see, but yeah, I think the Bengals should fix whatever the hell that was. I think the Steelers are kind of going to go plateau now, especially without TJ Watt, but any last notes on that? Um, I thought, uh, I thought a T Higgins was a big loss too when he got out. So True. I yeah, I. I think he's con- he's got a concussion. So. Yeah, yeah and I don't think they. Thing. I think T. Higgins needs to be needs to be healthy for the Bengals to make a run. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, moving on, we'll go Ravens versus the Jets. Ravens twenty four, Jets nine. I didn't watch much of this game. Uh, I caught whatever was on red zone, which wasn't much because the Jets are terrible on offense. Joe Flacco looked awful. He uh, 59 times. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what they were doing. Like they What's they that? do have Brees, okay. Brees Hall and Michael Carter. Apparently, they weren't used very much. Uh the Ravens didn't run the ball that much. I don't like I think 
Lamar only had six yards uh, of rushing, which I was shocked by, but yeah, Kenny they did Drake what they needed to the do. There, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I think once Dobbins gets back in, that offense will take more to shape, but they did exactly what they needed. It wasn't anything yeah. special, but the Ravens got the job done. And Lamar had a nice, uh, nice uh, little deep touchdown for the highlight book. Yeah. Yeah, I the Jets play the Browns next week. That's just two bad teams playing. Yeah. I Yeah, this game isn't Zach Wilson gonna play in that one, do we know yet? No, he's out the first four weeks, so it's gonna be Flacco for oh, okay. four weeks. No way. Yeah, yeah the Jets are just bad. The they don't have a quarterback. The Jets are always irrelevant. It's uh, it's honestly fair, so we can just move <laughs> on to a game that was kind of shocking for most of it. Uh, Saints 27, Falcons 26. The Falcons blew another double-digit lead late. What a shocker. That was a heartbreaker because I, I actually bet Falcons money line. And I was oh, really? And I should have cashed <laughs> out. I don't know what I was thinking. Double-digit lead in the fourth. Should have cashed out. Yeah. yeah, like that was one of my most like confident like lines going into this week that like, yeah, the saints are, the saints are good. The saints are going to roll over the Falcons. I, I will give the Falcons credit and myself a little credit. I did say the Falcons would be like a frisky team. I think they're going to be bad still, but this is kind of what I expected. They're going to do weird things on offense with Mariota. Cordero Patterson played fucking phenomenally again. Uh, They didn't use Kyle Pitts. Drake London looked pretty good, but the Falcons offense is, decent maybe it can definitely surprise some people i mean yeah. the same defense is supposed to be good mm. that's no, the think- thing they the uh the ratings it was like the pff offensive line ratings and then i think it was like the espn win rate the falcons mm. were like the number one offensive line and it was like where the hell did that come from because they were terrible last year yeah well they did they did draft well they spent a lot of first round but like mcgarry is he still there but that's the thing. Like yeah. they have all the same guys from last year back, yeah. and then okay. all of a sudden against the Saints' defense and defensive line, who's supposed to be pretty damn good, yeah. they, they shut them out. It was, it was impressive. But the Falcons are gonna Falcon, and yeah. Jameis finally started putting some fucking plays together. Jarvis Landry had over a hundred yards. Michael Thomas came back, two touchdowns. Yeah, I think the Saints going into next week. It finally clicked in the second half what they're going to be doing, and I don't know why they kept giving Mark Ingram the ball. That seemed really fucking stupid, especially when you have Al- Alvin Kamara, but Saints are good. I think Saints are still going to be good. They fixed it. I think they needed that win, but I think the Saints are going to be fine going into the rest of the year. Falcons, five wins maybe? I think, yeah, I thought the Falcons looked good on offensively. Um, I saw a lot of uh, a lot of uh, Drake London, Kyle Pitts. Even though Kyle Pitts didn't get the ball, I mean those two guys out there is just once Drake London hits his stride, I don't know how you're going to defend those two when they're like mm-hmm. both in their prime. Those those two are going to are are going to be nice. It's going to be a n- nice one-two punch whenever they get a quarterback. Whenever they draft that guy, yeah, yeah, they'll be able to they're utilize like- that. Because that's the thing, like having those two guys on the field together, you have to be worried about them. And next year, when Calvin Ridley comes back from his stupid suspension, 
they have three legit weapons. And if they can get a quarterback, then the yeah, offense is looking pretty good. In the out there, though, no? Didn't he ask for a trade? Maybe. I think we'll yeah. see. It's a lot of – it's a ways away. He can't even get traded until the suspension is done. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe if he sees what he likes from the Falcons, he'll want to stay. Maybe if they give him a bag. But there. Uh, going on to Chiefs-Cardinals. Chiefs. They look like the Chiefs. They didn't lose a step. I will say, though, I think the Cardinals are a bad team. That defense is ass, especially without J.J. Watt. That is not a good defense. So I think the Chiefs did exactly what they should have done against the Cardinals. Yeah, um, I think the Cardinals really need to figure out what they're doing on the D-line because Mahomes was chilling and <laughs> looking around. He had all the time in the world. Who am I going to throw yeah. it to this time? You know, mm. type like running around doing his classic Pat Mahomes and there was no resistance. The thing with the no. Chiefs is you have to show resistance on the defense. If you just let them throw the ball all over you, they're going to put up yeah. 40 every time. And it was one of those days where the Cardinals just didn't show up with the plan. I think... Again, they looked unprepared like they did in the playoff game. Mm -hmm. uh, Cliff Kingsbury, not a good look. Um, and oh, he's Andy just a bad Reed, coach. Andy Reid drew up like three plays on the goal line where it was like, wow. <laughs> he's just, he's it's just what he does. It, yeah. Yeah. Like people thought that like, like Andy Reid wasn't going to sit back in the offseason off season, take it easy. It's like, no, he was going to make this offense. He's going to reinvent what the offense does and make it work. And that's obviously the first look of it. Yeah. Again, Cardinals defense is ass, but they got it to work. Uh, Cardinals offense uh, also looked terrible. They need another, like Greg Dorch was the second wide receiver. Who the hell is Greg Dorch? He played pretty well, but they need Rondale Moore in there. Maybe who knows what he even is, but DeAndre Hopkins being gone for five more games now, no shot the Cardinals make the playoffs. Yeah, I actually um, put them in the playoffs in my like pre-standing outlook. And now yeah. I'm looking at their team and I'm like, how the hell did I have them winning nine games? And no, and put them in the NFC West. I mean, the, the problem is, is I'm I'm way too I'm way too biased towards Kyler Murray because I just think so highly of him when he's playing well. And I we've seen I, that that is the yeah. thing. I Kyler Murray is in that tier. He's a superstar quarterback for me, but it's just I, he's not in a good situation. Like mm. Cliff Kingsbury is an idiot. Steve Kime has been trying to buy a team for the last few seasons, and this is the result. It's yeah. they both need to be gone. I know they just got massive extensions. I don't know why, but something needs to be done because I think they just need a complete culture change there. And the Cardinals won't be anything until that culture change happens. Yeah. I, I agree on the Cardinals. I think, I don't yeah. think Kyler's put in the best spot to win. I think when D hop no. comes back, hopefully they figure something out with the offense where they can make it work. And I think uh, that, that that's the thing. Like once, once Hopkins is back, the offense you would think would take the shape, but I think it's going to be a little too late at that point, And the defense isn't going to get into gear at all this season. So yeah. Yeah. Cardinals need to fix some things, but we'll move on. Uh, again, one of the bigger upsets in the afternoon, Giants versus Titans. Not a game I watched much of. Uh, I watched the game tape after, like, the condensed thing. 
it's just such a blah game. Like really, Derrick Henry played like Derrick Henry, kind of. Tannehill played like Brian Tannehill. The Titans' defense looked pretty good. Saquon looked good. Daniel Jones had his moments and then had his terrible interceptions, but this is kind of what I... The Titans aren't a good football team. If you're letting the Giants hang around, that's that was embarrassing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I was actually impressed with the Titans initially. I was watching, like, the first quarter a little bit, like, when the... When the, during commercial, I threw on the Titans game, and they were yeah, killing no, them at I the mean, start. Eh? They were killing them at the start. Yeah, no, they looked good, and then I turned turned off the TV, and then I didn't watch a second of the game after, and then I saw that they were going to lose, and I was surprised. And then you see Saquon was going crazy; they couldn't stop him. No, and, uh, I saw Daniel Jones throw the worst pick I've ever seen this year. Well, maybe <laughs> Baker, maybe Baker, but Daniel Jones threw a really bad one in the end zone. Just, just yeah. Prayer Awful. to Saquon. And then I'm like, okay, now the Titans are going to win. And then they ended up missing the last second field. It shouldn't, you sh- the last second field shouldn't matter against the Giants. You should have already won no. the game by then. So, I mean, whatever. The Giants, Dable's first game, so they're playing extra hard for their coach. I don't expect much from the Giants. Um, I also was expecting a little bit more from the Titans, so I'm kind of disappointed there. But um, Traylon Burks actually, um, I saw that his three catches. They, he looks like he's a, he's an NFL player. So I didn't have he, him that, highly rated. So yeah. No, I I like Traylon Burks, but I again I don't think that he's he's not AJ Brown, and that's what they drafted him to be. Yeah. And AJ Brown went off for the Eagles. If AJ Brown was on the Titans team, they win by multiple scores probably. Yeah. It's yeah. and also. Um, I thought Kevin him. Byard was was looking good initially too, so shout out to Kevin Byard mm-hmm. because um, yeah, the a, a safety that doesn't get talked about enough. So I always no, it's Kevin Byard. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I think you can chalk the game up to basically the Titans just stop scoring points on offense because the score was still low from the times mm-hmm. I was watching. That Titans defense looked good. Jeffrey Simmons looked incredible, but yeah, they didn't do enough, and I'm I'd be worried if I was a Titans fan. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I think that's probably the weakest division of football. Most people probably agree with me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, 100%. So I don't know. I'm not really looking into, I'm not really worried about any of these teams when it comes to playoff time. No, not at all. Well, you won't have to worry about playoff time anyway. So don't worry about that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, go to the Packers versus the Vikings. Uh, this is a game that kind of shocked me, but if you remember from last year, the Packers got blown out by the Saints week one, 30-3, and then they played like the Packers the rest of the season. I'm kind of expecting that to happen because there's no way that this is who the Packers are. Uh, the Packers' elite defense that was supposed to be there, they did only give up 23 points to the Vikings, and I think that offense is going to be really, really good this year, so that's not bad, but... Packers offense did absolutely nothing and the Vikings defense looked really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never really looked at Rodgers as a quarterback who can carry like an offense like this to a Super Bowl. So this is even worse than I thought it w- would happen. But I mean, the Packers, I don't think are set to make a playoff run this year. I think the defense that looks good on paper still is is counting on some rookies to be good and 
I mean, um, Quay Walker wasn't really a first round pick until like two days before the draft when we started talking about Quay Walker because NFL teams mm-hmm. liked him. Um, yeah. We're going to have to see I, what that team. Um, Stokes was getting burned. So that's yeah. alarming. Um, mm-hmm. Jair, I don't know why he wasn't shadowing Jefferson the whole game. Doesn't make any sense. I yeah. I saw on Twitter this morning that apparently in coverage versus Jeff, or it was, a, yeah, it was a linebacker or a safety was covering Jefferson 65% of the game. And it's just like, you just can't let that happen. Even if he is lining up in the slot, yeah. put Jair in the slot and you just, you take him up. You got, you have to take him out of the game, especially if you have. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. doesn't the, I think the Packers, they have to completely change what they're doing on offense. They only ran the ball fifth or only ran the ball 15 times between Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. That can't happen. Those two guys need to be the focal point of this offense. When you're trying to figure out who you have at, at, uh, at the receiving position, uh, I didn't know this going into the game watching, but El- uh, Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari were out of the game, which yeah. they, I know that they were like probably going to play and all of a sudden they were out. So hopefully this week versus the bears, they get both those guys in there and the offense looks completely different, but I mean, it should look completely different just because they're playing the bears. Now, if the Bears go 2-0, do the Packers and Niners suck, or are the Bears good? <laughs> ah, that would be... I don't even... Oh, God, if the Bears go 2-0, that would be unheard of. Because every... Yeah. They don't have talent on their team. I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. It's... But Who's the it's best not player gonna on the Bears? No way. Like, literally. Yeah. Like, I can't think yeah. of the best player on the Bears. <laughs> Darnell Mooney? Maybe. No, Roquan Smith. <laughs> like, no, sorry, Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith's the best player on the Bears. That's okay. Yes, that's... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was a stupid question. I forgot about Roquan <laughs> But, yeah, I think I'm still expecting big things from the Packers. I still like them a lot. I'm just also expecting the Vikings to be a really good team. I'm, yeah. I, I'm excited for what they're going to do the rest of the season. Yeah, um, we'll see. Yeah. Uh... For the last game, the late afternoon slate, go the Chargers versus the Raiders. Chargers 24, Raiders 19. Chargers defense looked really great, especially without J.C. Jackson. They kept everyone in check for the most part, except for Devontae Adams, which you would think if they would have J.C. Jackson in that game, that would help with the Adams problem. Uh, Counter, I mean, the offense looked good. Keenan Allen went out and... They got their points, but the defense was the big thing for the Chargers. And then the Raiders, your guy, Derek Carr, didn't have a good game. And that's part of the reason why they lost, because the Chargers kept them in it late, which I thought the Chargers were going to run away with it at one point. Yeah, um, in defense for Derek Carr, no one really looks good their first couple of games with Josh McDaniels anyways. It's a tough <laughs> offense to pick up on. We'll see. Yeah. I always said the Raiders are a second-half team. Um, they're going to figure it out. They're, they're all new, right? Devontae Adams is new. Josh McDaniels is new. Mm-hmm. And um, Chandler Jones is new. Um, so we'll see with the Raiders in, in the second half. I'm very high on the Raiders. So, um, and I honestly have not changed my thought, my opinion on the Raiders. I, I, I thought they stayed in the game. Derek Carr made some mistakes that he probably won't be making in the second half of the year. So I think 
honestly, for the Raiders, if I'm a Raiders fan today, I'm not too worried. If I'm a Chargers no. fan, I'm not worried either because they didn't have J.C. Jackson and they still didn't give up 20 points. And the offense still looked good. Herbert had three touchdowns. I think they do. One thing I will say, if the Chargers really want to win a Super Bowl, they might have to go that Odell route. I think I think they need another receiver. I think you that... call Odell and say, hey, you're already in L.A. That's just an idea if I'm the GM. I don't know if, if, if Odell would want to, but... I think I think that'd be an option for the second half of the year because if Keenan goes down in the playoffs, like you can't be you can't be just going with Mike and then Jalen Guyton, Josh like, Palmer. Yeah, no, that's yeah. yeah. It's OBJ to the Chargers would be nuts, but hopefully Keenan Allen's fine. I think he's going to play this Thursday, but again, we're two days out and. Who knows? Because that's big, especially for a divisional matchup again against the Chiefs. But yeah. yeah, the Chargers, both teams should come away happy with this. Like the Raiders had a lot of mistakes and they were still in the game right up until the very end. Yeah, but, they should have had, they had an easy touchdown. Waller Waller was open in the end zone and Carr threw behind his back. Yep. Like they had yep. they had so much so much shit happen to them and they were still in the game at the end. But yeah. the Chargers tend to do that every week. So who knows? Yeah, that's that's Chargers football. <laughs> that's yeah. it's what they do. Yeah. They find impressive ways to blow things. But and last game of the week, Sunday night football, Buccaneers 19, Cowboys 3. The Cowboys suck. The Cowboys are done. Honestly, Kate, okay, the Cowboys suck offensively. Defensively, they didn't look that Oh, the bad. defense is great. Yeah, the defense right. is fantastic. But they that, are that's done. why it was my underpick. Yeah, they are done because they have now no quarterback and now no coach. Well, they always always have no coach. Sorry. So so they have no coach and they have no quarterback. And when you have neither, you look like what the Bears did last year. Like, like again, like they yeah. should have fired Mike McCarthy and hired Dan Quinn or hired uh, it. Uh, it's Kellen Moore, the OC, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, should have hired one of them too. I think what's going to happen now is those guys are going to find new jobs. Mike McCarthy's going to get fired, and then Sean Payton's going to be the coach this time next year. So ways away, but does that mean? Yeah, Brady the Cowboys are dead. Hmm? Does that mean Brady? Yeah, Tom, goes yeah, Tom Brady also goes Dolphins. to Dallas. <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, like the Cowboys' offense is bad now. Yeah, very bad, very bad. So, and uh, Ceedee Lamb does not look like a number one receiver. Sorry, I said it. No, he um, he did not play yeah. well. Again, the Bucks do have a really good defense, and I think that that helped a lot yeah, with Carlton trying to Davis, shut like Carlton Davis. That's I again. It's Carlton Davis. I think Carlton Davis is pretty damn good, but I just think like the yeah. overall is they play the the Bucks play zone defense, right? They don't play man primarily. A lot of zone, a lot of zone blitzes. So that's the thing where if you just have zone zone blitzes and CDs getting covered off in those zones, they just play good defense, but yeah. I still like CD. I, I think this year is kind of a wash for him, especially with Dak being out. Jerry Jones said four games. We'll see, but Sounds uh, optimistic. yeah, the other side of the ball, the bucks only got 19 points. I know that the, uh, the Cowboys do have a good defense, but they have a good defense. I don't think, I don't think they have a top five defense, but they got stalled multiple times and had to kick 
four field goals in the first half, I think. Yeah, and they missed one too. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think it's – you don't have to be concerned about it. I think that there is concern for the Bucks' offensive line, but the Bucks should be fine. I think they have enough weapons around them. Tom Brady's still Tom Brady, so – they're good. Yeah, Cowboys um, not good. I'm I'm not concerned at all with the Bucks, honestly. Um, no, that red zone thing. Some games you're just going to be unlucky in the red zone, and I think that's yeah. It was just one of those games, honestly. Like on two third downs in a row in the red zone, I'm pretty sure. I know one for sure. Micah sacked Brady on third down, and there was just like there was nothing anyone could do. It was just Micah being Micah. So, yeah. Yeah. I okay. wouldn't be too concerned if I'm the if if, if I were a Bucks fan. No, that the, the Bucks top three NFC team, no doubt, like no question. Yeah. So if if for some reason the Patriots don't make it to the playoffs, I will cheer for the Bucks again. Yeah, I mean, of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Cowboys are they going to be a top ten pick? You think now? I mean, it's tough to say off the top of my head because there's like obviously like a lot of bad teams, but. I mean, yeah, yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, I can't really. I mean, especially if they're, Dak they're is worse out than the Giants. I think now. I think they're probably uh, they, worse than the Giants. They, they honestly might be. Again, this yeah. is week one. There's going to be overreactions to things, but I think the Cowboys. Cowboys definitely don't have a shot at making the playoffs now. Top ten pick. I guess we'll see when Dak comes back, but I have no faith in that offensive line anymore. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. And. With that, I guess week one is wrapped up and we can move over to the, the pick'em contest. I'll just run it over quickly for rules-wise. So we need spread favorite, spread dog, over, under, and then a money line dog. Uh, can't pick from any of the same games. We'll go back and forth. You can pick all over the board. You don't need to go in that order. Yeah. Um, and as my guest, I'll give you the first pick. Cool. So I'll just go um, Thursday night. I yeah. like the Chiefs minus four and a half. Um, really? I honestly just think in Arrowhead, the Chiefs are rolling. Chargers coming in, banged up. JC, if he plays, he might not be 100%. Keenan might not be 100%, might not play. Um, the Chiefs defense looked fantastic. And I think they did. Uh, it, I, I think the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs minus four and a half for my uh, for my favorite favorite spread. Okay, so Chiefs minus four and a half. I actually had as one of my picks. I was going to have the Chargers plus four because oh, that's what okay. I saw the line as today. But yeah it's gonna be close i think it comes down to who's injured and who's not i know trent mcduffie just got put on ir so he's not going to be playing if Allen and jc jackson are playing i mean you said it at the top of the show you think the chargers are the best team in the afc so 100%. if they have those yeah. two guys playing they should be able to prove it on thursday but arrowhead's a tough place to play I, so I, I just go off of what the matchup is at this very moment, I think come January when everyone's healthy and you look at roster to roster, the Chargers will be the better team. I just think mm -hmm. right now, like the Chargers coming in and banged up, just played a, a tough game against the Raiders and the, and the Chiefs breeze through the Cardinals. So was, I'm just yeah, giving them the advantage right now. And then when it comes to SoFi, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hmm. Okay. Well then fuck, what am I going to go with then? So you just picked your favorite then. Uh, I'm going to go with under 47 in the Colts Jags game. That's a game where I see the Colts defense shutting down the Jags. I think the Jags are probably, the Jags are going to score their points. It'll be fine. We'll probably get like 17 or something like that. I think just think it's going to be a low scoring game. I don't think the Colts offense is that good. Uh, the Colts defense is very good, especially if they get Shaq, uh, Shaq Leonard bet. So, or Shaq Leonard back. So I like Colts Jags under 47. Well, I mean, yeah, I think, uh, I think the Jags, the, the divisional unders are always the play. But yeah, the Jags uh, might struggle a little bit against the Colts. I, I, I go, I'd go with that too. Yeah, definitely. Okay, you are back up. All right, so now I got a underdog and a money line. I can go money line underdog, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, Seattle money line. Really? Dallas. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I'm I'm just taking a risk here. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I can see a path to this happening. I can see a path to the Niners O-line struggling a little bit again against a Seahawks D-line that actually was consistently pressuring Russell Wilson yesterday. They look pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So if they can rattle Lance and then Geno can do – a couple things that Gino did last week, I can see. I can see a path here for like a nineteen to to seventeen Seattle win. Yeah, we are we are on opposite ends of the board because I did have this listed as maybe one of my favorites. Okay, because I think the Niners. I think that defense is going to be extremely pissed off. I think Nick yeah. Bosa is going to make. Who's the who's the rookie right tackle for the Seahawks? They drafted Charles Cross, and then it's the yeah, it's Charles Cross and Abe uh, Abe something Abe Lucas Abe Lucas right yeah yeah it must be Abe yeah yeah I think Nick Bosa is going to make him his son. So I think this is going to be a Niners a Niners defensive showout, and I don't think the Seahawks defense is very good. And Trey Lance again, I like Trey Lance. I know you don't, but no, no, I I like Trey Lance. I just I just personally believe that them. Oh no, yeah, no, you just think Jimmy G's better. That's it's fine. I think yeah. I think they should be playing Jimmy G right now. I, I personally loved the Trey Lance pick when they traded up to three. I said I would take Trey Lance. So yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Uh so you just took money line dog. Okay. Well, it still leaves. Is basically this leaves me because I only have two choices for. Uh, two choices for my money line dogs, and I also have them the inverse as my dog also. So it's just who do I want? Actually, I'll go with my over and I'll go over forty-two Niner Seahawks. So we just talked about okay. just talked about them. Yeah, I think I think the Niners are just going to score a bunch of points. I think the Seahawks will. The Seahawks always play the Niners tough. I think they'll get their points, but 42 is a low number. That's the only reason why I like it. I think that this is the week for the off to, to let's see what Trey Lance and this offense is going to do. So over 42 
Niners, Seahawks. Yeah, if it's 19 to 17, like I said, it'll be the under. So, yeah, I guess I'd, I said <laughs> I'd have to roll with the under on that one. But yeah, no, I can see I can see the Niners putting up a bunch of points. And yeah, that's what I'm hoping for, anyways. Yeah, back up. All right, so I have my money line dog. I have my favorite. Now I need a dog for the spread, right? Yeah. I'll take uh, the Texans plus 10 against the Broncos. Texans plus 10. Who are the Texans playing? The Broncos in Denver. The Texans have been playing people tough for a little bit now, even last year. They have been. They uh, have been. Yeah, I think if the Broncos looked like that against Seattle, they'll probably they'll, they'll beat the Texans, but... 10 points is a lot for a team that looked as bad as the Broncos did last week. 10, 10 is a lot of points. And that's, that's the thing. That's the thing about most of the odds this week. There's a lot of massive numbers to pick from. There's not a lot of close games in Vegas's mind. Uh, Yeah, this, this is going to come down to are the Broncos kind of who we saw last night or are they going to play how I think they are, which is, one of the better AFC teams, Super Bowl contending type team. Uh, I guess we'll see. I mean, 17 points or no, 16 points against the Seahawks is bad. If they have a repeat performance against the Texans, especially at home, that's game over for the Broncos at that point. Yep. But, oh, 100%. So, I guess we'll see. I do like the Broncos at home. 10 plus is always a lot of points to give to any NFL team. So good yeah. pick. Uh, then I will take my, I'll take my favorite. Now I'll go Bengals minus seven and a half against the Cowboys. So I, we just, uh, that's, that's a good one. Um, I th- yeah, the Cowboys are going to struggle to put up points. Like, and that's my whole thing where yeah. the Bengals offense is going to have a tough time against the Cowboys defense, but the Cowboys offense isn't going to stay on the field at all. That defense is going to get tired and third, fourth quarter, the Bengals are just going to start piling on and it's going to be lights out. So I like that line at seven and a half. I, a lot. I do like that line. Yeah. You are up again. I you I need. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'll go uh, under 44 Bucks and Saints. I think uh, the Bucks always struggle against the Saints, and the Saints, mm-hmm. th- they have in the past. In last year, they struggled with Taysom Hill, but the year before, Trevor Simeon was kind of doing whatever he wanted against the Bucks. I hope that the Bucks have sort of figured it out and now Todd Bowles is running the show, so maybe he's going to put an extra emphasis on it on the defense. I can see a, a game where it's like 20 to 10 Tampa. And, and that's the thing too, especially with the Falcons scoring 26 last week. Yeah, That Saints defense should be hungry and especially playing the Bucks, who they've owned since Tom Brady's been there, realistically. Yeah. 
they're going to play hard and this is going to be a bounce back game for them probably. So I do like the, yeah, I do like the under in that game. I think it's going to be a tough defensive battle rather than two offensive juggernauts going against each other. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Lattimore um, usually has uh, a better time covering Mike Evans than uh, Drayvon Diggs did last week. So <laughs> <laughs> that that is very, very true. OK, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my money line dog and I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Panthers. I'm going to take the Panthers over the Giants. Uh, the Giants won. They look pretty good. I also don't think the Titans are that good. I think once the Panthers got it going in the second half, that Browns defense is still really good. I think the Panthers, I think that offense is better than what they put out. I think that Giants defense didn't really get tested. They just had to stop Derrick Henry. That was all they had to do. And they did their job. Yeah, I think the Giants defense is going to get tested. I think the Panthers offense is going to get more in sync. I think the Panthers defense is still pretty good. So Panthers money line. I personally am taking the Giants in this game, but I mean, I would never, I don't think I'm going to actually place money on it because I'm not betting on Daniel Jones. But I think one thing the Giants um, did do last week that I didn't mention yet is the O-line with Thomas and Neil looked way better. Way they look, better than they look really good. Previously. Yeah. So yeah. I think that their ta- their two tackles might be might be figured out. Yeah. The interior not as good, not even close, but yeah, the two tackles looked good. Again, I think this is a matchup between two teams who they both won't make the playoffs and it's this is gonna kind of be for positioning in the bottom half of the NFC yeah. where power rankings, who's going to come out on top. I think it's going to be the Panthers, but it, it is truly a toss up game in my opinion. But if you, if I have to pick a money line dog, I'll pick the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so now I got an over and for the over, I will go with your Miami dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens. I had that listed um, too. Yeah, I think uh, I think Miami did defend Lamar. If I'm correct, it was last year that game where uh, they they did really well against Lamar, and they were zero blitzing him the whole time. Oh, we broke him. Game? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think Lamar Lamar is going to have a different game plan. I mean, you got Rashad Bateman. Um, they're going to put up some. They're going to. They're going to have to run the football against Miami, like the Patriots should have done more last week, but we didn't uh, mm-hmm. because we have Matt Patricia as our OC. But um, yeah, I think Baltimore run the football a little bit, score some points, play action, Lamar do his thing, and uh, the Dolphins' offense. I mean, th- those those two receivers, they're tough to guard, and uh, twenty points for me was a win, um, and mm-hmm. the offenses didn't do the job. So yeah, I think I think both teams should put up enough to to hit the over. I'm expecting this to be a get right game for Miami's offense. Like again, I we already said it. Pats absolutely shut down the run game. I don't think that the Ravens D-line is nearly as good as the Pat Pats D-line especially in run defense. So, I hope that this is we get we get the run game going, our offense gets full all or full steam ahead, but I yeah, I I like this as an over a lot. 
So yeah. good pick. Yeah. I will I'll round it out here with my dog. And it's the last one I have listed here as my choices. I got to go with Vikings plus two. I think this is one of the games of the week. Uh, them versus the Eagles. This is truly a toss-up to me. I, I really like the Eagles. I really like the Vikings. If you can give me Vikings with points, yeah, I'll take that. I think the Vikings have a decent chance to win outright, but I guess we'll see. This is going to be, again, like I said, with the Giants and Panthers for NFC positioning. This is the inverse, where this is for the top. Let's see who's an actual contender. Let's see who's a good team. Let's see if the Vikings are legit. Let's see if the Eagles are legit. If one team runs away with this, I'll be shocked, but I like the Vikings. Uh, I like the Vikings this year. I just, I never trust Kirk Cousins in the prime time spot. No. Um, I'm the, I follow, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I like Justin Jefferson. I think he's probably the best receiver in the league right now. Um, and whenever you have that guy on your team, you're going to have a free 100 yards because he's just going to be open. And um, Kirk's, Kirk's got to hit it. Kirk's got to hit Justin. Kirk's got to hit Thielen. They're going to have to throw the ball. And um, we'll see. I mean, that, that Eagles, because the Eagles, they got so many big guys up front that finding a consistent running game, even with Dalvin Cook, I think they're going to have to rely on Kirk. And we'll see how he, how he plays. Well, I was going to say that Lions run game last week looked pretty damn good. That is I think true. Swift was averaging like 10 true. yards a carry. But but the Vikings yeah. definitely don't have that Lions offensive line. So yeah, the Lions offensive line is a really underrated. Um, yeah, that doesn't get talked about a lot. No. So again, that's one of those matchups where it'll be close. Both of these teams should be in the playoffs. This is potentially a future playoff matchup. But yeah, let's let's see what both these teams both these teams can do, and I'll be on the Vikings for this week. Yep. So to wrap up our picks, you have Chiefs minus four and a half, uh, Texans plus ten. Uh, you're under under forty four for Bucks Saints, and then over forty four and a half Dolphins Ravens and the Seahawks money line. I have Bengals minus seven and a half, Vikings plus two. Uh, over 42 Niners Seahawks under 47 Colts Jags and Panthers money line. So yeah, I guess that'll do it for this episode. Thank you for coming on and doing this. Any final remarks, any actually I'll leave you with a question. Do you think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs still after starting 0 one? I am not worried. If my worried meter, I don't know. I put it like a 20% worried meter. Ridiculous. The offense is worrying me a little bit, but the defense figured it out. I think we should we should beat the Steelers next week. So, if we lose to the Steelers next week, I'm gonna be worried. But I don't I don't think that'll happen. You you should be worried if you don't don't beat the Steelers. If T.J. Watt was playing, I would have picked I would have picked the Steelers in that game. But with him out, I think you guys should win. But I don't think I think it's too late. I just don't think you're making the playoffs. But we can talk about that later on in the season. I'll have you back yeah. on at some point, get an update. But yeah, thanks a lot, Chu. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Well, that'll wrap up another episode of the Cover Zero podcast. Uh, I'm excited for this slate of games this week. It's going to be really telling. Uh, there's a few 
key games that for that positional standing, let's see if these teams are good. I mean, you got Chiefs Chargers, Thursday night football, Pats versus Steelers. Let's see who's the better team out of those two. I think it's really close on paper. Uh, Bucks Saints in the NFC South. Saints have had their number since Brady's been there. Let's see if they can still do it. Dolphins-Ravens, let's see if the Dolphins are legit. I obviously think that they are, but that Ravens team, I think that they're pretty damn good too. And closing out on Monday Night Football, that Vikings-Eagles game is looking very, very, very good. Uh, So as always, like, share, retweet, all that stuff. And until next week, peace. Oh, 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 oh,